Welcome to More, the podcast where Debbie will explore real-life applicable ways to get more out of your life. And here's Debbie. Hello, all my Morecore. How are you today? We are about a little bit more past more of middle summer, and feels like things are spinning kind of out of control a little bit sometimes in the world with everything that's going on. Um, A couple of suggestions. I would say don't watch the news constantly. Um, You don't need to hear every day what's going on day by day basis. It's so easy to get caught up in all the things that are going on. Um, Right now where I teach school, that's kind of a big thing. Everybody's talking about what's going to happen with school. It's being one of the forefronts in the news and people are getting kind of up in arms. Um, With all the things that are going on, I think it's important to focus on the things that you're doing that are positive and making your life better and being more proactive and try to stay away from a bunch of news. You'll find out in plenty of time what you need to do, guaranteed. So that's just a thought. Um, Today we're going to do the next chapter in Sterling Sales' book called The Law of Conditioned Responses. And conditioned responses are um, the the first studies that were done were in the early 1900s with Ivan Pavlov. And if you've taken any science classes at all, I'm sure you've heard of Pavlov and his dogs. And he did a, an experiment with the dog. And when um, he discovered that every time the bell rang, they'd ring a bell and meat would be brought. And so what would happen is they would ring a bell and meat would be brought. Ring a bell and meat would be brought. And so they, he discovered that all I had to do was ring the bell and the dog would salivate because he expected meat to be brought. Now, we have a COVID dog, and it's been fun. He's been, he's a great dog, and we've worked really hard to train him, and he's really trained quite well, and he responds to the things that we've trained him to do, um, and it, it works, you know, and that's what conditioned response is. You train with some kind of um, stimuli or something that they, people want, and then they'll continue to do that with that when you, you know, sh- give them what they want. Sterling Seal went on to say that um, because of, as a result of this and other different can, um, ex- experiments, people have discovered amazing things that a man can ma- be made to stop spontaneously when a red light is flashed. He can be made to eat spinach and like it, to kill his fellow man and feel proud of it, to insult the members of another race and feel justified in his discourtesy. Boy, I feel like we're seeing that so much today. And he says, in each case, the result is accomplished by the meat and bell process of the dogs. The eating of spinach by children brings approving smiles from parents. Um, and other types of you know, you get some reward, so you do it, and you do it happily. Um, we are being conditioned every minute by forces around us everywhere. Um, 
Walt Whitman, a famous poet, said, A child went forth each day and became what he saw. Solomon in the Bible said, We become what we think. And it's, it's true. We become what we do. And the wise person is the one who selects his own conditioning agent so that by his own planned conditioning, he can tell in advance what the results will be. So basically that's saying, if you're wise, if you're smart, you, you condition yourself you, to what your results are going to be. And this will give you so many opportunities to um, create your life by design. We can condition ourselves to love every, um, every part of our job that we're doing or every relationship that we have or every teacher that we have in school. We can control our thinking, our success, and, our, and consequently our personality traits by teaching ourselves to respond like we should. So think of this while you're just listening to this, do this. Think of um, some kind of food that you really love. Or you might think of a lemon that you're going to um, eat. So now that you've been thinking about that lemon or that food that you really that you really love or whatever is your mouth watering, I mean, it does it to me, right? So that's a conditioned response. And we can train ourselves to do those kind of things. Have you ever like, once you think about being sick, then you feel sicker? He talks about going on lots of airplanes without getting airsick. And then one day thinking about it, and then he got airsick. Um, just thinking about it. You've heard of placebo pills if you're a kid. Maybe you haven't heard of placebo pills, but a placebo pill is a pill that they give you that does nothing, but you think that it does something, and you don't know that it's placebo, and it makes a difference. So I think placebo pills are real. Like they, people have taken a placebo pill, and they're they're so much better, and they, and you know somebody behind the scenes knows that it was nothing. So the fact that our mind does. A lot of the, you know, we trick ourselves with our mind or we believe certain things is huge. William James has his famous as if principle. And it says if if you want some kind of thing, a virtue or some kind of thing, you should act as if you already have it. And then that virtue or that thing will be yours. And I think it's so true. Um and just think of how important it is this principle is in all aspects of our lives and we can develop um, every necessary personal mental and spiritual quality as well as acquire all the attitudes and philosophies to be successful for our own individual lives if we use this um, sterling seal says we can condition ourselves to pleasure or unhappiness to success or failure by bringing the right stimulations to bear in our minds. We use words and pictures and ambitions to, condi to condition our responses. Um, and so I've been thinking a lot about that and I watched some videos and I did a lot of things. So how do we do that? Like how do we condition our minds? So I watched some videos and some, some people are saying, 
you know, when you have the negative situation that comes to you, some fear or some mistreatment or some condition where you you you're you don't like it, then you you learn to like. He said the one guy said, take out a piece of paper and write down all the good things, you know. And so then when this negative thing happens, you you read that paper and then you condition yourself to think that way when the negative comes, when you do it over and over again. And I thought that was an interesting um, principle. So you could, I've been thinking, you could memorize something that's real uplifting and real positive so that when the negative comes, you automatically go to that thing that you've memorized um, and, you know, see if that doesn't condition your mind to become more positive. I think that's something that we can do. Um, there's an audio called Feeling is the Secret, and there's a lot to be learned in there as far as our controlling our feelings is really, and we can control our feelings, is really where we can go with um some of the things that we deal with. I think, I think I'm going to do a whole podcast on feeling is the secret by Neville Goddard because there's so much in there. It's so powerful. But, um, if you want to go ahead, you can read it for free and listen to it for free on the internet. Um, but it just brought to my mind the fact that, um, how you feel is really, you create your feelings and there's a, a lot of ways to do that. And again, I'm going to go back to the meditation over and over again. And you know, it's funny. You'd think that I would be a perfect meditator. And I'm not. I, I, I'm, I can do better in so many of these things. So I feel like I'm, I'm really preaching to myself. If anything, I hope it makes you feel better that you're not always doing everything perfect. And that, that life is just a step-by-step, moment-by-moment, little-by-little Um building upon the things that you're learning and getting a little better, a teeny better every day. And sometimes you go forward one step and back two. Sometimes you go forward three steps and back one. But it's, it's a, life is a work in progress and you just take it a step at a time and don't worry if you're not perfecting yourself all at once. Another way of, um, conquering your fears, overcoming the things that are challenging to you, and, and this is a form of conditioned response, is learning to um, face your fears. So my daughter, who was on a podcast a couple of um, sessions ago, she said that, um, you know, the way in some of her expensive, very expensive counseling sessions, um, I can't remember what they call it, and I keep... I keep saying, um, but I don't think it matters really what they, what it's called. But one of the ways that they teach you to overcome your challenges is to face your fears. And she talks about how whatever you're afraid of, you have to go and sit there and be in that situation, even though you're afraid, and try to face those things. And I also read about it too, like a hiker, they talked about if if you're afraid of heights and you go hiking, then you go a little bit. And then you come back, then you go a little bit more and then you come back, you know, the next time. And so you're slowly facing your fears. And when you face your fears, then that's how you can conquer those things. Um, 
for me, sometimes I don't have fears. It's just um, not being assertive enough or not feeling confident enough in myself that I can take control of every situation, that I'm not good enough or, you know, influential enough or whatever it is. I mean, we all do it, you know. So, so these are a couple of the ideas of ways that you can improve or maybe help condition yourself. So the first idea was to think when, think, have something ready. I would say memorize something or have the list of positive things that you can pull out at a moment's notice and read. So you carry it always with you. Or if you have something memorized, you can never take that away. And then the other thing is to conquer your fears by, by facing them little by little or conquer whatever the challenge is by facing it little by little. It's easier said than done um, all the time. And then again, I'm always going to go back to the meditation because I feel like the meditation is a way to, to control your mind. The meditation is the best way to control your mind in circumstances where you are allowing others to have power over you. So Sil goes on to say that when we read like a love story or we see a movie or a hero or we have some religious experience, we change our responses accordingly. And, you know, um, even like that's mindfulness. If you take a deep breath and you think something positive, you can actually change your mindset. Um, and this conditioning process goes on without our even being conscious of it. He tells a story of a certain man who was allergic to roses. And at the very, very sight of them, he would reveal all the symptoms of hay fever. His eyes would water, his nose would get stuffed up, and he would gasp and sneeze and everything. And uh, there was one time where an ex someone was doing an experiment, and this man was suddenly confronted with a bunch of roses immediately the man had an attack of hay fever brought on by the side of the roses but they weren't even real roses they were tissue paper roses but the man had all of the symptoms um, of the hay fever with his mucous membranes you know and just by looking at the roses so our mind is so much more powerful than we give it credit and that's why these podcasts are so important and when I get stuck or I get in a rut. I think I should be listening to the things, reminding myself of these things. Um, lately, I've been listening to audiobooks, like fiction, you know, and they're, they're good and interesting and everything, but I'm not filling my mind constantly with the things that help me to grow better and be stronger. And just thinking of the feeling is a secret by Neville Goddard. I'm like, I need to listen to that again because I allow myself to get in a rut and then I, because I'm not constantly putting those things in my mind at all times. And Neville Goddard says, it has never, never been discovered just how far the mind can go. Our mind is so powerful. And he says, it hasn't been discovered the influencing behavior our mind can have in our lives. But he says it is certain that it can send, make one insane or exalt one, someone to unheard of heights, depending on what you think. We can't make a man 
into an airplane, but we can, he can create an airplane. Um, we can't make him into an atomic bomb, but he can create one and learn how to use it. So not only can you be what you desire, but you can like what you become. So he says, a great professional person will condition himself to success. He learns to think success, imagine success, and love success. And he visualizes the many rewards of success. So this takes so much work, so much effort, but you can do it if you're willing to put your mind in that frame of mind. So I challenge you to listen to this. Um, uh, Filling is a Secret by Neville Goddard. Um, get out there and be proactive in making your life what you need it to be. And with everything that's going on in our world today, I, I really would pray, I would hope that we would pray for unity among our leaders and among our, all the people that are trying to guide us in this world to help us to confront this coronavirus and the things that are dividing our country. Pray for unity and in purpose and that people can come together. And I hope that all of you have a great week and look for the good. Don't get caught up in all the news.